And welcome to another edition of Midweek Menches. I am your host at Waffle House on Twitter, Will, Christy Yamaguchi, Maine, Crisp, as so many of y'all call me. This week we got Ant, not in Brooklyn. He is in the kind of Midwest. I don't know. What is Ohio considered, Ant? Flyover country. Fly, oh, okay, fighting Shots words fired. right out of the gate. Sitting in his, uh, what looks like a, a nice ass minivan. Uh, I can't tell he's got the blur filter on. Uh, we got John still down in Miami, but about to be on the road for the next week or so, I think. Uh, we got Schweitz up in the great white north. And of course, we've got the mayor of Cartersville, Georgia himself, Mayor Matt Santini. How are y'all doing? Been a while since I've jumped on with y'all. So happy to be back. Missed my mentions. Absolutely. We're glad to You're have welcome. you back, Mayor. Good yeah, to see, good to see your face. Uh, so, Mayor, we're going to let you uh, start it off this week. What do you got for topics? Oh, guys, I've got a I've got a fully loaded gun. Let's go. Uh, yeah. So, I, I want to go back for just a moment with um, something from a couple of weeks ago with the YOLO when they were talking about the YOLO. And you ever turn it around and go, well, yeah, you only live once. <laughs> And you go, yeah, that's why you don't do stupid stuff, because you only live once. <laughs> right, right. I've been saying that for years, and I don't know if you guys ever took YOLO to mean that, or which way do you take it when you hear it? So I think the most popular way of taking it is like, you know, live without any regrets, right? Like, you don't want to regret not having done something, but at the same time... I mean, there's lots of lots of stuff that I feel like would have ended badly had I uh, lived that way, had I taken that literally or the way that I think it's meant. So, yeah, I kind of turn it around quite a bit, um, the, especially the older that I get. Um, I, my recovery time is uh, in the shitter and uh, <laughs> I don't uh, I don't I don't uh, I don't live without any regrets the way I used to. What about y'all? I call it Yodo. You're only dumb once because most of the stuff that people that they're not like, Ooh, I want to YOLO and go see, you know, Mount Rainier or, you know, a volcano or an ice bird. They like, right, I want right. to live once in like, you know, skateboard off a bridge and have a parachute. Like, no, you don't, you really don't. Schweitz, what about you? I mean, I've obviously heard it a lot as you know, what it's commonly come to know is you only live once, but yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't go that way with it. John. Yeah. I'm, I'm in, I'm in that same realm. I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to jump out, out of a perfectly good, uh, you know, uh, airplane, um, to go parachuting <laughs> or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, you only live once. I'll, I'll, I understand in the spirit, which it's met, but that's, that's not me. I'm, uh, um, I'm pretty risk averse, you know, like, uh, I know, uh, Jeff still rides his skateboard. Um, even though he's like broken his ass and all these other things. And, uh, I just, I, I have no, you know, the probability is, is that is that that that'll happen to me. And I don't want to, I don't want to live with a broken ass. That's why they call him broke ass Jeff, right? Like that's his, that's That's his nickname. Old broke ass Jeff. Um, speaking mayor real quick, uh, uh, on this topic, uh, my oldest son went skydiving with his girlfriend in 2019 and, uh, 
me and his mom, of course, like I'm trying to keep her calm. We're standing outside of the, the parachute, the airport, you know, um, and we're, we're looking up in the sky and we're told where to look for, uh, the parachutes and stuff. And we see the one shoot and we're okay. We don't know which one it is, but one, one of them shoots deployed. And then we wait for the second one and we wait some more and we wait some more. And finally, we see a parachute open and we breathe a sigh of relief. And then we see that parachute is just spiraling and spiraling and not fully deployed. And I'm like, babe, it's, it's fine. You know, I don't know what's going on, but this, you know, we, we, we're not familiar with parachuting or, or skydiving. You know, I don't know what's happening. Uh, then we see, <laughs> this is something you don't ever want to see when you're at one of these facilities. The uh, people inside come out and look up and start talking to each other. No. And then somebody jumps into a pickup truck and takes off, like peels out of the parking lot. And Tammy's like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. And I'm like, I, in my head, I'm like, yeah, something is fucking wrong. <laughs> like, absolutely. Right. Like I am, uh, uh, you know, shitting bricks. Uh, sorry to get so blue, but, uh, you know, that, that's the level of, of panic. Um, and then, uh, uh, finally we see another shoot deploy. And sure enough, the uh, the the instructor, the you know, it was a tandem jump, of course, and their parachute got tangled up and he had to cut that one off and, re you know, deployed the backup chute. And in the pictures, you know, they do that on the, the camera on the helmet thing. Um, they start off with one color parachute and then they land with another. And then at the end, she threw up the uh, Bojangles chicken biscuit that she had for breakfast that morning right before they landed. And it got over all over both of them. So, you, you anyway. know, it would have been, a, you know, would have been a better end of that story if it was like yeah that person crashed and died but but it wasn't my son's parachute so yeah, exactly. <laughs> i'm not sure better is yeah right i don't better. know if better is the well, right better word, i don't know more Schweitz, dramatic Schweitz, what did you want to add i just want to add uh back to to yolo having uh, a two-way meaning uh can you think of any other phrases that sort of rep can represent the opposite depending on the context because i have one well, go ahead. And then I've got an example that kind of led me to my second topic. So go, it'd be a good segue. What do you got? The one I would use is divide and conquer. So what people use that now to mean is, you know, divide up tasks and everyone does their thing. How oh, that was, how that was originally okay. designed is you divide up the enemy and you take them out. Right. So they right. as one large force and you take them out in small groups. Although, although divide and conquer could still like the tasks are the enemy right you want to get this shit done so it could it's still kind of i know what you mean though it's it's used in a much more pro like uh, but, but, uh but the point being you don't divide your troops yes yeah okay oh i see what you're saying oh, okay yeah yeah, yeah yeah that makes mm -hmm. sense now i see what you're saying so the other one that made an appearance this week was the liam neeson quote and i think that the whole conversation with the no 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 now you've gone too far if you think about what he's saying, he's talking about equity for female actresses and how they should all get paid the same. And so he is asked, so would you take a pay cut? And that's when he says, no, no, you've, you've gone too far. Well, what he really means is, no, I shouldn't have to take a pay cut, but these actresses should be making the same. They should all be elevated to the same level that the males are. So to me, it's a very misunderstood quote. It's still funny. And, you know, I hate to ruin the joke on it, but I think 
I'd like to think that's what he was referring to was treating them equally by elevating them instead of Absolutely. having males not make enough because they're making plenty of money off these things. John. Yeah. Well, I think I knew the, what he, what he meant. Um, but unfortunately I think what it is, is it's budgeting, right? So they have a pool of money that's meant to go to the actors or the talents. And so um, if he's getting paid the 40 million, um, the other actors, the lesser actors, or, or the, or in this case, uh, when they were talking about the female actors, it, their pool, their, their portion of that pool is going to be much smaller. So in theory, yeah, I agree. They should all be brought up. Right. But not all of them can get paid a hundred million dollars. So uh, just because the economics of it. So in order for it to be equitable, um, either, either he has to take a pay cut in reality, I'm talking about in reality, not in theory, he has to take a pay cut so that, so that there's more money in the pool left over for the others. Uh, the studio should make less money. That's where that money comes from. Um, uh, should, I, I know what Agreed. you mean, John, though. but yeah. they front the money, right? So they don't know how much money they're going to make. They front, the right? Money. Well, well, they, they, uh, they, they never know how much money they're going to make. And they still pay some of these guys like, a, you know, absurd amounts of money for their roles. Agreed. Yes, absolutely. Uh, he should make the same amount of money for doing his roles. And the, uh, the women, the female talent should absolutely make more. And it just, you know, some studio executive doesn't get to buy a second yacht that year. But, you but know, that's how it, I agree. That's how it parallels sports. Because again, you all the discussion about, well, you know, they are really, they're overpaying this guy. I don't care if you yeah. want to win. Trust me. I'm a Braves fan. If you want to win, you've got to, you're either going to decide that you're going to spend money that you want to win or you're not. And again, you got to, the people above, you got to take a little bit less. It shouldn't be yep. that uh, you're, you're chopping folks down from the bottom or trying to get off cheap labor. And what do you got? I was just going to say, I want to argue slightly with you, John. I feel like he was reacting to, do you want to give money back? Like I think at the next, I think at the next time they offered him thirty-five to give five more to the females, he wouldn't necessarily have as much of a problem with it. I don't know. I thought it was more like I'm not giving anything back. I've earned what I've done, and that going forward, I think he'd be more okay with it. But I do agree, it's hard because it is a pool of money that they sort of have to split. No. Also, no, no. I think you know, beside a certain movies, you know, we tend to be male lead centric in most of these, in a lot of them, in a larger percentage of the movies that come out, and therefore they seem to naturally take a bigger piece of the pie, whether they deserve it or not necessarily. Yeah. All right. So I, I did give you all a piece of homework uh, a couple days in advance. Hopefully you did your homework. I haven't watched much NBA, but fortunately the Hawks have been, uh, of course they're eliminated now, but they had a great season and I've got no qualms about that, but uh, it was, it was entertaining. I haven't cared about a Hawks game in several years and they got me on the bandwagon, especially after they took out ants Knicks. <laughs> but it got me to thinking about if you were going to play in a three-on-three tournament and you had to pick two other NBA, current NBA coaches to be on your team, <laughs> who, who you picking? Oh, e easy. Did easy. anybody, did anybody do their homework? Steve, you... Kerr, Steve Kerr and Steve Nash. Ooh. Okay. For, I, would former... go, I would go curse Kerr and Spo. Spo. Oh, okay. Okay. Spo used to play, Spo used to play uh, basketball yeah, and then was in the he did. European and he played in, in Europe and some other places before he became the video guy and ended up a, you know, a coach. Actually, you know what? Steve Kerr's got back issues. He might not be able to, uh, <laughs> he, he, did, he had surgery a couple of seasons Just put him ago. in the corner. Put him yeah, in the corner. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'll, I'll kick it out to Steve. I'll drive and then kick it out. 
I'm taking Steve Nash and Becky Hammond. Ooh, is uh, Becky Hammond a head coach? Not a head coach, but she's a coach. Okay. I oh, I was just thinking, oh, damn. Okay, so Tim is Tim Duncan still assistant coaching? Nope, he left. No, damn he it. left. Damn it. Okay. That was myopic. <laughs> that was myopic. I didn't think of uh, of assistant coaches. All right, Mayor, or go ahead, well, I was just going to say I'll throw some love for Ty Lue as well. He played oh, yeah. Duh, Even Ty only Lue. for a little bit of time, but he did play in the league, so I give him some love. Everybody's overlooked Jason Kidd. Uh, is he is he a current coach? Yeah, he just took a new job. Chauncey he did Billups. just get a job. Yeah. Okay. Chauncey, okay. Chauncey Billups would like a word uh, because he's he's got to be he's on the younger side of things, and also former uh, NBA player Nate McMillan was a pretty darn good uh, player as well. That's so. True. I immediately went with the uh, the two feisty white guys, the the real gym rats. Uh, I f- I feel very myopic right now. One of my favorites, Doc Rivers. It was, he was one of my favorite Hawks. Gutty, gritty guy. And, and actually, people forget Rick Carlisle was a really good college basketball player. I don't know how much he did in the pros, but uh, he, he, had a, he had a jump shot. What about, okay, Mike Budenholzer. Did he ever play basketball? I can't picture like that. that guy like actually like running through drills or like dishing it or something like I don't know how tall he is. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't really picture Stan Van Gundy either, even though I know Stan's a good coach. I, I don't take fo- I don't take delight in the in the folly or the hardships of others, but he constantly looks like the DUI photo when he was the head coach of the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> I mean, he sits. He just he constantly has that look on his face. Yeah, like he's, yeah, he absolutely like does. his blood alcohol level is like point one five. And what what would uh, Mike's um, nickname be? Mike Mike Budenholders. That's right. Uh, I don't know what would it be. Just just do some AKA as well. Okay, Mike. Uh, I I can't do this. Bud? Would he go by Bud? Oh, are are you just okay? So like, if he was a player, what would his nicknames be? Right. What would his teammates call? Him? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I, Bud is the easiest one, I think. Um, Holtz. Holtz. Holtzy? Holzer, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think Bud is probably the easiest one. Sorry, you threw me for a loop there. I did not know what you what you were talking about for a second. All right, so uh, out of all the coaches, now that that Mayor has given us a list, who are we going with? I I think Steve Nash has to be on there. I think he's he's close enough to still playing that he he could play in like the big three easily. Um, Chauncey Billups. Yeah, I, I like. I think those two would would probably be the best if uh to to set you up to win. I agree. No disagreement. All right, Mayor. What else you got this week? Oh, I've got a ton more, but I, I'm gonna pass it on to everybody else. I did enjoy the drive-through talk. I don't know if that spurs if anybody else had thoughts on that, but the talk about pulling up through a drive-through. Yeah, I, uh, I I think about that all the time. Uh, the Taco Bell around here uh, got rid of basically like wallpapered over their first window. Um, they only use the second window now. Um, I see it on Wendy's all the time. Um, McDonald's is still the only place around here that uses <laughs> their their first and second window. And they still are the ones that tell me to go park in the spots the most often. Uh, they even have like, they, they have the designated spots now. 
now one two and three to get you out of the line so they can get you you know the people behind you's food faster so the reason i bring that up a shout out to dr jerry wilson at georgia southern university service marketing professional who back in the late 80s in a service marketing class said hey guys this is why they do this when they tell you to pull forward they're just trying to pad their stats they're all graded on it they get bonuses based on it do not pull up if you if they tell you to pull up tell them you are not pulling up well one day i was feeling particularly frisky this was well into my adulthood out of college and i decided to do that i'm trying to i can't remember which restaurant i was at which drive through i was in it was a wendy's and I decided I was sort of like, can you pull, sir, can you pull forward? We're going to get this. And I said, no, I said, cause you're trying to, you know, I pull forward. You're going to reset the timer and I'm not doing that. And the kid just looked at me like he was just shocked. So he goes and gets his manager. She comes out and she starts on me. I said, no, I'm not, I'm not moving. I said, I was in line before the people behind me, you're going to serve me. And all this time that you're talking to me about this, you're going to have to just, you're, you could be making my food kind of thing. God knows what they did to my food by the time I got it. Mm -hmm. Him and this other girl, when this lady storms off, this guy, I was like, I was telling him, I said, man, I'm sorry. I said, I'm just, don't take it personally. I'm not mad at you or anything. I said, I'm just trying to, he goes, no, man, you made my day, man. This is, this has been off because the manager was just losing it over it. So there's a low Stugats in everybody. Kind of, kind of a jerk move, but I did it. Schweitz, what do you got? Man, you were a proto Karen. So former Lauer After Hours guest Dan Presser worked uh, drive through at a McDonald's. And I recall once visiting, going through the drive through and he literally handed us bags and bags of any of the, any of the food. They charged us five bucks. You know, we, we ordered, I think, a drink. And then he just handed us anything that was ready to go for anybody else's orders. He put in bags, handed it to us, and we took off. And they just made it all fresh. That is the hookup right there. He's going to lose his Emmys over that, Schweitz. Be careful. Yeah, seriously. That's an ethical violation, I'm pretty sure. That was hypothetical. <laughs> Statue of limitations. Yeah, seriously. Might lose seriously. a state championship, though. All right. Good topics this week, Mayor. Uh, who else has got one for me? John, what you got? Yeah, I got one. So this one this one kind of got me riled up because uh, I go to Zoo Miami quite a bit. And in fact, when if it comes down here, I promised him we'd go. And we'd rent those those bicycles that these guys were were pooping on. Uh, first of all, let me tell you, it gets hot as heck down here. And what you want to be is in one of those bicycles. And yeah, he's right. Sometimes people don't pull their own weight, uh, namely my kids and sometimes my wife. <laughs> but you still got a canopy over you because it's it's covered, and that helps out a lot. I'm I'm okay, you know, uh, uh, increasing my my caloric expenditure. If I'm kind of in the shade, additionally, you get from point to point uh, much quicker. You're not walking. I, I think people underestimate uh, the whole walking a zoo. Miami Zoo is enormous and walking that is going to really uh, tucker you out. So um, I was I was a little taken off guard by by them uh, really not embracing bicycles. They have like the tandem ones. They have ones that have like four. You can fit six. Um, it's, it's really good. And I don't know, you guys on my side, you guys on their side, we can also talk coaster breaks because that's, that's a whole other and, and flipping over your, your handlebars. Um, so I've never been on one of those pedal beer, 
drink tour things. Um, I've never done it. I, it's, it is to look at me. Um, I, I, it, I feel weird, uh, drawing that much attention to the fact that I'm drinking alcohol. Um, so that isn't really f my style of, of, uh, of having fun personally. No, but I'm not talking about that though. Yeah, that's that's a little hokey and they do that all throughout Winwood. I'm talking about you go you rent a bicycle and it's either for two people or for four people and you're going around the whole zoo and you're, you know, pedal power, you can pick up a brewski if you want or or a, an icy, but but it's not I in totally the streets, like, I totally like, misunderstood what your topic was. I was reading the chat trying to catch up and you transitioned into something else and I didn't realize it. Um so we have uh the largest walkthrough zoo in the world here in North Carolina, Ashboro Zoo. It's thirteen hundred acres. Um we have literally you park at one end walk the entire thing and then catch a trolley back to your car um, because the parking lots are so far away from each other. It is rad as heck. I would love to have a bicycle to go through the zoo. That would Thank be amazing. You. That would be so cool to have. Um, I don't think they have anything like that. I've never seen it. I've been there about three or four times since I've been an adult. Um, and it's, it's a blast every time, but that would be super cool. Mayor. I was going to say, is it bicycle or like a quadcycle? Is it like a four wheeled thing? You're talking about four people being on it. Yeah, you can have, you can have, they have different sizes, but they're quadcycles. Yeah, you're right. That's, that's more appropriate. But they have some that are four wheels that only two people sit in and ones that are four wheels that four people can sit in. And I think even uh, slightly larger ones that maybe you could have like six if, if you include two kids. Dang, I've never even seen those before. It's blowing my mind. And, go and it's got a canopy. That's that's like I can't stress how good that is. Yeah, in the for hot sure. sun, something that's covering right. you, and you can toss your strollers on top. And you can do. Oh man, they're completely wrong. So I wanted to hit Mayor's other topic about the whole handbrake thing and going over the handlebars. Like, unless it's the first time you've ridden the bike in your life with handbrakes. How do you like not realize to a use the back brake or as Amin said, use both? Like mm -hmm. I've seen people gone over their handlebars by hitting a rock or hitting a bump or a pothole or something, but never by like just being like, oh, I'm only going to use the front brake. Oops, I'm falling ass over tea kettles here. I was just like, Billy seemed like forced when he had, when he said that. They were exaggerating for content. That's all they were doing. I was, it was poor. I, th yeah. I thought it was poor. Like, <laughs> like there were so many other things Billy could have gone down the path of. I thought that was just like a, he tried to make it like a quick hitter. And I was just like, come on, Bill. Really? So my first bike was one that when you pedaled backwards, that's how you applied the brakes. It didn't have the handbrakes on it. That's a coaster. And I had, yeah. And I, I had that bike for years and uh, I didn't realize that handbrakes existed until I was older. And then like, they're still unnatural to me. Like still, like, I, I think whenever I'm going to pedal backwards on my bike, I'm going to hit the brake instead of, uh, instead of it just going around. And then very soon they did, uh, they did touch on, on how great of a sound that is though. Mm -hmm. Uh, yes. the clicking, the clicking of the gears when you pedal backwards is the, the free best. wheel. Yeah. It's, it's like, uh, it's like, um, uh, when you, you get a line or you get a, a fish on your line and it starts pulling the, uh, the line out, you know, before you, before you apply the brake. I love it. Schweizy was 43. <laughs> I was going to say like my first two or three bikes had that. And I loved it because you could like do a skid out really easily by hitting the back brakes. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you know, or like whale tail your 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 rear end out. I don't know, but that was me. But I do like the clicking sound definitely now on my bike. I love it. I love going I love pedaling backwards, you know, not for exercise like they 
jabronis were trying to say, but just uh, sort of the clicking sound is definitely cool. And I'm with you on that. My first bike was the green dragon had that had the foot brake on it. And yeah, you could, you could whip that tail end around. And you know, when you had handbrakes, so I'm sitting there going, I don't know what kind of bikes they had, but the, even the handbrakes weren't that good that it was going to stop that quickly. It wasn't like it was, they weren't that effective. Maybe I just had a cheap bike, but come on. It was a little bit of an exaggeration, but it's good for content. All right. Didn't, didn't Will go over handbrakes or, or over? Uh, didn't you break your wrists? I thought it was over a bicycle thing. Oh, no, no, no. That was playing oh. basketball in middle oh, school. Oh, right, right, right. Yep. I fell backwards and tried to catch myself and snapped both of my arms at the wrist. Um, yeah. No, no biking accidents that I can remember. No, oh, I do have a uh, a gas powered scooter accident um, when I was in middle school, but that's for another episode. Um, I'm going to switch gears, no pun intended, right here uh, to uh, the coach you would want to be on a boat with the most. I thought this was pretty obvious, Jimmy Johnson. Like he's got, like, like he's got the Miami boat. He, he, like, he has the most probably the most badass decked out boat in all of all of coaching who else has got somebody that tops Jimmy Johnson. I was, I was going to try to give everybody else a chance, but it was missed on the entire show. There's evidence that he is hands down the most fun in a boat. Jim McElwain. (laughs) (laughs) Jim McElwain famously, famously the, uh, the, the nude guy riding a shark on the back of a boat. (laughs) Uh, that, that picture that, that circulated, um, uh, a couple years ago, was it, man, I can't, I, I've lost track of time. I don't remember when these things happened. The internet moves so fast, but, uh, was that ever proven to actually be Jim McElwain? Was it I ever it proven pro- to not be Jim McElwain? Well, that's fine. That's that fine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Jim McElwain, it, it's pretty damn hard to top. Although I do, like I don't, I don't really want to be on a boat with any coach that's naked. Like I'm, I'm good on that part. Like keep your clothes on. So I'm going to still go with Jimmy Johnson. Are we going to do uh, like players that became coaches? So you got like, you know, Magic Johnson, uh, Wayne Gretzky was Phoenix's coach for a while. Magic yeah. Johnson lifts weights on his, on his boat. Bill I don't Russell. want any of that. I thought it had to be current coaches. Yeah, I was current, throw current, in the coaches, butcher. current coaches. I was going to throw in the butcher, Tom Thibodeau. He'll make you some nice sashimi. If you catch something, you know, he'll, he'll dice it up for you and make you a roll or something. <laughs> I've had a uh, sashimi on the back of a boat, like fresh sh- sashimi uh, from a, uh, a yellowfin tuna. That was an absolutely incredible. Um, good stuff. I got Andy Reid because of the jelly donuts. Ooh, I, I don't jelly donuts are not good boat food uh, thing. You know, there's ocean spray. Get your your donuts soggy. How dare um, you? <laughs> Now, ahead, are we talking? It. Are we talking pontoon or speedboat? Um, just cover them bad boys up. I think any boat, like like just just boat in general. Like I don't know. I again, I, I think it's hard to. I don't know if you've ever been on a boat the size of Jimmy Johnson's uh, that that he's got down in Miami, but those things are hard to beat. They're nice as hell. What coach do you want to be on a kayak with? Kayak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a kayak. Huh. Somebody light, right? You don't want to. Or muscles. Yeah. yeah, but muscles are dense. Oh, but then they can paddle more. You can take it easy. <laughs> Trying to think. You just threw a kink in this, John. Uh, this is not good podcast audio at all. 
I don't know. I, I, the first thing, so I've been on a double kayak with my wife and I was panicked the entire time. It was the kind that you sit on top and my ass was like half an inch from being in the water the entire time. It was miserable. I hated it. Like uh, the, now the kayaks that you actually sit down in that actually, you know, uh, have some buoyancy to them and you're not just like riding on top of them. Those are okay. But I, uh, never again. Never again. I fell into an alligator, alligator infested um, river uh, like six months ago. And my kids started freaking out, like yelling, screaming. My poor daughter was like screaming. And I had to like swim up to the boat. I was freaking out myself because you could see them all on the embank- like embankment. Right. So I was freaking out, uh, but I had to stay, stay cool because, because my daughter was freaking out. And this was a canoe. It wasn't a kayak. So, you know, it went a little tipsy and then boom, I fell over and there was a current. So I, I caught up to the boat and then I asked my, my daughter, you know, just relax. Everything's going to be fine. And managed to pull myself in without without tipping uh, both my kids over into this. Uh, I'm talking about there was hundreds of alligators. What were you well, doing if, canoeing in that river? With oh, your that children. My wife whatever. likes all that nature crap. Oh, thank you. Will, you actually shared a video very early on in the Lauer uh, group. It was a buddy of yours that had taken video and he was canoeing on some river up in North Carolina and an alligator came out and banged the front of his boat. Yes. Or his, or his canoe of his canoe. I can't remember who the guy was. But I remember seeing that video and going, there's yes. no way in hell I'm getting out <laughs> a, in, a, in a river that's. Well, all of the all of the bodies of water around here, whether it's the river, where uh, the swamp, even like you don't really see them on the ocean side, but then you got people freaking out about sharks and stuff. Um, yeah, there's there's uh, alligators everywhere around here, and where we went uh, kayaking. Um, uh, when, when my, I almost, I uh, felt like we were sinking the whole time. There's water moccasins, there's snakes of all kind. And, uh, I, back when I was in college, I went through the Marine tech program and we did this whole project over the summer where we surveyed the river. We took measurements and stuff and we had a water moccasin come up on our boat and like aggressively try to get in. And we had to like smack it away with the, uh, the paddle the entire time. You want to talk about something, putting the fear of God in you? alligators are big and like you can see them kind of coming and they're not going to try and get in the boat right this snake was aggressive it we were like in its territory and it was just right on top of the water and it like more than once it like circled back around and came back to the little john boat that barely has any sides on it uh like to scare the crap out of me go ahead Ant. i was gonna say i went cooing last weekend and the the scariest thing i saw was old white men and in American flag banana hammocks, but, uh, you know, <laughs> and I mean, I saw like 40 of them, like it was, there was way too much patriotic going on. And what was also <laughs> funny and I'm going to apologize on the front end, lots of white people, but all old school rap music, like Biggie and Tupac and digital underground. I'm like this, something about this doesn't fit. But what made me think of it was, is whenever we would go past, another little either boat or raft with it i would start rocking back and forth because i'm sort of like dancing to the music and my daughter was freaking out you're gonna tip us we're gonna fall in the water I'm like stop the water is three feet deep you're gonna stand up and get back in the boat if something happens this is like a curated river <laughs> i swear when you began that i thought you were gonna say we saw a bunch of patriotic nuts and no. i just <laughs> Hey, I was going to say, as long as none of those flags were at uh, full mast, uh, you're, right. you're good to go. Um, I think, I I think that's say, what you got to worry about. 
three different campground signs will trade beer for boobs, <laughs> but not men. Yeah, that uh, doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I was me. like, this is very awesome. Anyway. Hilarious. Oh, is oh, it's awesome. That, so so that uh, that flyover country that you were talking about is suddenly awesome. Okay, Ant, we, we no, see you. We it see had, you. Little gots and everybody. To be fair, if my in-laws didn't have DSL with five megabit internet that required me to drive to a school parking lot to do the Zoom, I'd be much more fine with where I was. <laughs> so it's just a, a tech that they they uh they haven't caught up with technological advances uh, in where Ohio. My, my, Is that what you're alleging? Where my, where my parents are, where my in-laws, my wife's parents are, they're the last run on the DSL. So they get the crappiest service there is. Gotcha. Anyway, transition. I guess since you're in Ohio, it's okay for you to be within 500 feet of a school then? Yes. Yes. I have nothing on my, I have nothing on my record that, that doesn't allow that. Did I do not have to report where I am. Schweitz, did I steal that from you? You did, but I'm I, I appreciate sorry. it. I'll let it. I'll, I'll I'll say it again later, and I'll edit it. All right. On that weird note, <laughs> I don't even know where that joke came from. All right, Schweitz, you got one more thing this week? Yeah. Uh, as Mayor is with us uh, this week, I wanted to know, Mayor, what as far as NIL goes, who would you want to sponsor you? Well, right off the top, I would think um, Chef Boy RD would be a good one. <laughs> Uh, I was trying to think of something Italian. Sabaro would be a good one. <laughs> Olive Garden. No, come on, Aunt. You're Italian too. You know we don't do that Olive Garden stuff. What are you talking about? But Sabaro is good. I don't. I don't no, know. Chef Boyardee. <laughs> Chef Boyardee right. is perfect. Don't go past that. Chef Boyardee is perfect. Schweitz, you said you didn't give your your answer for this question last week. Correct. Uh, so mine would be Cheerios. And I would probably try to be sponsored by various podcasts that I've listened to outside of uh, LAH or even LAH, just, uh, you know, Patreon or something like that. Just get some extra content. <laughs> so you want, you want podcasts to sponsor you instead like of you sponsoring Patreon as a whole to sponsor me. So I have access to like, all of it. Okay. Okay. Podcast inception. Exactly. Or maybe streaming some streaming sites. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good answer. Good answer. All right. We're going to land the plane right there. Uh, Schweitz, where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me at Schweitz. All right. John in Miami, where can we find you on Twitter? At Uncle Scotchy. All right. And where can we find you besides uh, 500 feet away from a school in Ohio? At Stiano. S-T-A-I-A-N-O. All right. And Mayor Matt, where can we find you on Twitter? At Santini Matt. Excellent. And you can find the show at Lauer After Hours on Twitter and Instagram. Go to our store, check out some merch. We really appreciate you listening, as always. Uh, and get a 6121 sushi to go. Lee's fresh sushi and deli shirt that John is holding up right now. I uh, love it. All so right. And you can find me at Waffle House, and we will see you next week. <laughs>